And we are live. I appreciate you guys coming. I think this is going to be a little bit of a shorter one, uh, shorter than usual. It's only going to be about 30 minutes instead of the normal hour. And also I'm doing this solo, just me this time. So uh, like I said, I appreciate you coming. We're just talking to guests today. And the first guest I have on the list is Sully. So let me unmute there we go are you there can you hear me yeah i can so how's it going we have not talked before have we we've talked in text but okay not, not on a podcast right yeah so um like what religion did you grow up as are you still religious or well i grew up as um methodist non-practicing christian um, and now I'm a Quaker, actually. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, did you happen to see my Quaker video before the Quakers fi <laughs> like filed a suit against me or whatever? Yeah, I actually did. <laughs> so what what did you think of it? I heard bad things from other Quakers. Did you feel like I got anything wrong or anything like that? I mean, I there were some nuances that you kind of miss but okay. at the same time it's like a short overview video it was okay well enough well i figure like there were a couple of like blatant errors in it so for example i think in that video i said that richard nixon uh started the vietnam war or something like that i don't remember exactly but it's not actually no. true lg lbj did so uh, there were a couple of little errors like that and then, of course, there are some things, some complaints I got from Quakers about doctrine and things. So I figure what I'm going to do is go back and modify that video and fix some mistakes and then re-upload. We'll see. All right. So yeah, anyways, cool. uh, yeah, tell me about, so you grew up uh, Methodist and now you're a Quaker. Did your, your family wasn't like super crazy about pushing it down your throat or anything? No, my dad was an atheist and my okay. mom was non-practicing Protestant. She believed that churches were a scam, which mm. for a lot or not is not necessarily untrue. Right. Very so, interesting. Um, it was more my grandmother who was very religious and now she's with the Church of Christ instead Ooh, of Methodist. Really? So, so what's yeah. like what kind of changes have you seen? How long has she been in it? A long time or Oh, she's only been in it for about two to three years, and she's, they do a lot of stuff now. My dad even jokes that she's in a cult. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, I'm sure, well, for those of you who have not seen my stuff on Church of Christ, I work with somebody, he's a friend of mine who grew up Church of Christ, and he's just now starting to realize like just how messed up that whole thing was and uh, and how damaging it is so totally on board and uh, actually interestingly enough i have some stuff scheduled uh, like another podcast and another telltale video all about them so anyway so you say your grandmother turned church of christ and your parents weren't like super crazy about religion growing up so yeah. how'd you find yourself in in quakerism or whatever you'd call it i just kind of had like a spiritual renewal where I just kind of wanted to have like I wanted to I kind of had the belief in a religion but I wanted something that was non dogmatic 
Sure. And Quakers are strictly anti-dogma and anti-creed, so it just kind of fit in at the time. And sure, sure. I became more involved as the time went on. Hmm. Well, that's pretty cool. I actually went to the Secular Student Alliance um, conference, annual conference, last week, which is why I missed the podcast. But, uh, yeah, they I met a Quaker there. Really, really nice guy, and he was wearing a shirt that said Freethinker and stuff. I didn't realize like just how many Quakers are kind of atheist, at least partially atheist. That's really at, interesting. At my meeting, we actually have a um, monthly um, meeting of um, non-theism that meets, and we and they discuss actual matters and ideas that pertain to atheism and non-theism in Quakerism and abroad. Very cool. So do you consider yourself atheist, or are you... I consider myself more along the lines of just agnostic leaning mm -hmm. theist. Um, okay. I take a more naturalistic view, but at the same time, I don't deny anything as well. Okay, so it's so you're saying that it's possible that that God exists, but you ha you just don't really know yet that kind of thing, or kind of yeah. Okay, that's I interesting. Attend the meeting. Say again. I do attend the non-theist. Oh, okay. Well, that's pretty cool. That sounds really interesting. So, are there any kind of other, like, interesting little, uh, like, tidbits of information you can give us about the Quakers? Like, is there anything that I maybe got wrong in the video that you wanted to correct, or any kind of anything it's you wanted to so, talk about? It's been so long since I've seen the video that I honestly cannot go down and correct yeah, much. most of my viewers um, probably haven't seen much of it either because it's been off my channel for so long now. But I'm personal. I'm a part of um the FGC, which is the French General Conference, because mm. you know that we're a very divided bunch, mm -hmm. and we're the probably the most liberal branch. Mm. And um, the most liberal branch, like uh, liberal in what ways? Just like atheist meeting or non-theist meetings and that kind of thing we um we're liberal in that we have um we're liberal quakerism and um in quakerism that means that we spawn from what's called the hicksite movement okay which were quakers that were um we denied biblical infallibility in favor of divine inspiration okay so so we don't look at, so don't look at the bible as infallible and we don't we put more focus on personal experience okay. rather than doctrine. Very interesting. That's pretty cool. I bet you guys, do you think that they get any kind of hate from, uh, like, Quakers that are a little more hardline about it? or? I mean, there's conflict. Um, in fact, for the first couple of years after it's, you know, branching off from traditional Quakerism, they both tried to deny that the other even existed. Oh, really? <laughs> but we've kind of just kind of um, arrived at a we're nice to each other now. There's probably some that don't like each other, but... Sure, sure. Well, that's pretty fascinating. So let me ask you this then. What happens when... So you said you attend a non-theist... Um service there right what do you do well, when you walk in well i attend the monthly meeting the actual service itself is traditional liberal christianity quakerism okay so they believe in like jesus died on the cross and all that other stuff right or am i uh, 
I would say the majority probably do. Okay. So what happens when you when you walk in? Like not to the non-theist one necessarily, but just into any old service. What what do they do? What's kind of the process you go through when you walk in? Like when I was Jehovah's Witness, we'd walk into the Kingdom Hall, we'd walk around for 10, 15 minutes before it started and chit-chat with people. And then we'd all sit down, we'd sing, we'd say a prayer, then sing a song, or maybe it was the other way around. Maybe we'd sing a song and then say a prayer. Then they do the sermon where somebody stands up there and talks. Then we'd sing and pray and it was over. Is that a similar kind of setup for Quakers um, or no? Well, we have a determined time where you, um, where the service starts. Okay. Um, if you arrive early, they do some hymn singing and meet and greet. Hmm. Uh, but when the service actually starts, you go into a room. Um, my congregation is like this big square room. Um, and we all sit in a circle. Um, and we sit in silence for the hour. You mentioned that in the actual video. Right. I remember that. Yeah. Um, and you mentioned that when people are led to speak, whether it be by God or inspiration or so on, they get up and they speak. Right. Okay. And it's like that for a whole hour. And then we have what's called a clerk who um, ends the meeting, makes announcements. We'll have like, we'll greet new members or we'll make announcements and so on and so forth. That's pretty cool. So you just sit in silence for that hour, basically, where Jehovah's Witnesses may be kind of talking about, I don't know, th there'd be a guy up at the front, like talking about God and stuff. Yeah. And there are pastoral meetings for Quakers like there are Quakers that have actual pastors and priests well right. not priests but um but most meetings with the FGC are don't have them got you so uh one one more thing I wanted to ask you and then I'm gonna move on because uh, we've been talking for a while surprisingly but um so when you said you grew up Methodist um it was pretty liberal, right? Like, there wasn't any, like, they didn't give a shit about anything. They didn't care. You just go or you don't go, love God or whatever, and just not, move on with your life? Or Not mine. I actually grew up in a more conservative Methodist environment. Oh, okay. hmm. um, the pastor, because I had two pastors. There was one that left when I was younger, yeah. and we got a new one. The new one was actually much more liberal and everything but the church itself like with the sunday school and yeah the congregation like they were more conservative i remember one woman i was trying to like hint that i may have been gay and she said well there was a time back when people just uh -oh. wouldn't talk about that and uh -oh. everyone was happy oh wow man i know god these people okay so it was a, like it was a little bit conservative then yeah that's crazy <laughs> Well, that's that's interesting. I appreciate you coming on and talking to me. I think I'm going to move on to the next person, but uh, thanks again. All right, sounds good. All right. Thank you. Yep, bye. Bye. So that that is very interesting. Um, I've mentioned this before, but Alpha Force Zero, or my daughter Kylie, she goes to a Methodist church, and there is something of a spread of... Um, of beliefs in that church. So they're not a hundred percent liberal. Some of them are hardline conservative Christians. Um, 
And some Methodist like branches or sects or churches or whatever, some of those get really extreme. Like um, the YouTuber Objectively Dan, he's a friend of mine. Um, he was converted out of Christianity by street epistemology by Anthony Magnabosco, but he was a conservative hardline Methodist for many years for his whole life, basically. And, um, you know, it's just, so, I mean, I, I know that Methodists aren't <clears throat> completely, um, like liberal generally, but this church that Kylie goes to is is reasonably liberal. Now there is a a a neighbor basically of Kylie's great grandparents. Um her great grandparents are pretty liberal Methodists, but their neighbor she is a hard line uh conservative extremist and she goes to that church too. Like she she voted for Trump, but I mean, I'm not saying that that's ex an extremist thing to do. She would have voted for any Republican that had been in, uh, regardless of who was running or anything. She just hates uh, any politician that isn't Republican, basically. Um, and she she hates gay people. She hates people in general. It's just crazy. It's extremist. So it does exist out there, but um, anyway, okay. Let's see. The next person I wanted to speak with was, hang on one second. Okay. Next person was Jupiter Jones. Let's see here. The Jays. Unmute. Hey, can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can indeed. How are things going? Pretty well? or uh, Things are going all right. That's good to hear. So, uh, what religion were you originally? Are you still religious, or? I actually was not raised religiously. Mm, okay. But... My parents are religious, but I am not. Okay, interesting. It... How did that come about? Like, um, did you... It's, it's very kind of weird uh, to describe. Basically, my parents didn't really bring up religion mm. while they were raising me. I mean, I've been to a church a couple times but my dad never really liked churches he's always something about them taking his money or something <laughs> i can understand that that's fascinating so they are religious like very religious i guess right but you aren't um i wouldn't say very religious they still don't go to church mm, okay. um but their religious views have become more and tense now that I'm an adult or I'm just noticing them more. Okay. I did try to kind of find religion at one point and I just never ever stuck and the only thing that I even halfway took seriously was like witchcraft. Oh, interesting. So are you like a Satanist or anything or Wiccan or? No. No? I'm... Just kind of played around with the idea for a while? I just found that I just could not stick with religion at all. It just hmm. something just would not gel right. Yeah, I can understand that. Um, and and really, ultimately, I think that's that's lucky that you weren't like really raised in an extremist kind of environment. Um, so that that's pretty good because not all of us, you know, uh, have the opportunity to be raised in 
in an environment like that. So what got you interested in like atheist channels or channels like mine? What drew you to this community? Uh, YouTube's <laughs> recommended your channel to me. Wow, that's interesting. That's pretty cool. I have, I have no idea why it did. And I was like, well, okay, let's just see what this is about. Right. That That's pretty cool. I'm glad you're here. Um, yeah, YouTube's been pushing my channel out a lot lately. And actually, I just finished a science video about how YouTube recommends uh, videos and channels to people and stuff, like all about the artificial intelligences it, it uses and stuff like that. It hasn't been released yet. It comes out in a couple of days. <clears throat> but it's a really interesting watch, and it, it could probably be useful for, like, aspiring creators content creators or something so anyway just thought that was an interesting little little thing well that's pretty are, you're still with me aren't you i'm still with you okay well that's that is pretty interesting um so how far did you go with witchcraft i kind of got off of uh, the uh i topic said there. witchcraft i meant wicca but wicca right thing. okay i was also looking at magic and stuff i bought like a bunch of books and just like after a while, I'm like, none of this lines up with each other. Nobody agrees. What the hell is this crap? <laughs> right. So I guess, like, you don't really believe that it's, like, that it's true or that it does anything, I guess? Is that accurate? I don't think or? it does anything. I mean, my whole idea is that there may or may not be some higher order being out there, but no likelihood. If they messed around with humanity, they're done and bored and gone. Sure. Hmm. Very interesting. So I assume you were like you were into this whole thing for what, probably a year or something like that? Just a real short time? Yeah, about a year, maybe two. I mean I was also at the time I was really anti Christian. Oh yeah. Pretty upset about like Christianity? What what drove you to that point, you think? Oh, uh, I just knew a bunch of kids that were complete and total, well, assholes. <laughs> mm, yeah, I hear you. I I know exactly I mean, what you mean. And they and they and they were uh, religiously inclined, extremely so. Uh, uh, when the preacher's kids moved into our neighborhood after their house got destroyed by a tornado, who did I have harassing me for not going to church? Mm. Yeah, I know what you mean. That that kind of thing does get frustrating. Um, I don't like a, a lot of things about how religious people act sometimes. And it's kind of inspired by the religion itself. Like Jehovah's Witnesses would go down to Louisiana, New Orleans. Ugh, God, I pronounce that terribly. New Orleans and help rebuild, but they'd only do it for other Jehovah's Witnesses. And that's just wrong to me. That's like tribalism to the core, you know. Um, and, and that really, that's what bothers me so much about religion. It's very divisive and very tribalistic and and inspires hate generally. You know, it, it will take a good person and make them do bad things. So Yeah, and, um, you know, I was also kind of turned off because they would, you know, there's always these with AM radio channels out there that a lot of these uh christian a lot of these really religious people listen to yeah and they are bug fuck insane 
Yeah. I'm sorry for cussing. Oh, no, no. It's fine. Yeah. I swear. They, um, like, again, back when I was, when I was a lot younger and those preacher kids were messing with me, they were, you know, because I was into Pokemon. And you know what they mm. said? The preacher radio said that the, the Pokemon cards are the devil. And you're, and yep. I can't remember all of what they said, but that was the gist of it. Yep. I know exactly what you mean. I heard similar things, but interestingly enough, I actually kind of escaped the whole anti-Pokemon thing because, like, everybody in my congregation was playing it. So, I mean, even elders, kids, and stuff. So, my parents felt like Pokemon was wrong to, to play, but what could they say if everybody in the congregation was playing it and the elders thought it was okay to play, you know? Well, so. you know... It, it wasn't just Pokemon that they did. Every time something new came out, there'd be this radio station uh, going out where the preacher would say, so-and-so, this is how it relates to being from the devil. Or oh, yeah. Just scaremongering. Yep. It's really what it was. Yep. I and, know. Of course, the great irony now is that uh, in my job, I work at, I inspect fire alarms, and a lot of the places I inspect are churches. <laughs> really? I go to all sorts of churches in Memphis and the surrounding areas. Uh, I We even do, my company does the fire alarm inspections and the, I think we also now do the fire extinguishers for Bellevue Baptist Church, which is this big mega church in Memphis. Oh, that's fascinating. Tennessee, huh? That's a pretty cool little area. I don't live too far from there. Um uh, avoid Memphis. Right. Avoid it. I, I actually have historically gone toward Nashville. Um, but yeah, I live between six and 10 hours away, um, trying not to place my position too accurately. But anyways, um, I am a little bit short on time. I wish we had more time to talk, but I, I think I'm going to move on to one final person. I appreciate you coming on and talking to me, though. No problem. Have a good one. You too. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> That's interesting. In fact, uh, I'm going to be extremely careful about how much I say here. But um, so I'm a software engineer. People know that. Most people know that. Um, I also have done things like I've hosted websites and done server administration, things like that. And I uh, do some server administration work for a major religious group. Um, they don't know anything about my religious past or anything like that. But I imagine if they did know, then they would fire me. Um, so that's one of the main reasons why I'm anonymous right now, because I don't want my name to just pop up when searched in Google. Like, I don't want my real name to pop up if you type in, or I don't want Telltale to pop up when you type my real name in or whatever. So, um... It's kind of a prote protection for my job. Uh, aside from that, though, you know, they're a small client. Like, they, I don't make that much money from them, ultimately. It's a, it's a really small amount, so it'd probably be okay if they did find out. I just don't want it to, like, ruin my career or something, you know. Anyway, there was one more person I wanted to speak with. Um, and actually next, next Sunday, next podcast, I'm hoping to just do guests the whole time. So maybe we can knock this list down a little bit, get everybody a chance to talk to me. So let's see, go, wait, ghost surfer, ghost surfer. Are you there? Can you hear me? 
Actually, I can hear you. Hey, how's it going? Well, I'm here. I'm still above uh, the grass, so that's a that's a bonus always. That is a bonus. That is a bonus. So tell me, like, what uh, like what religion were you growing up? You're not still religious, are you? Uh, most people would consider me no, not religious at all. And and if I told you my entire life story, considering I'm like 54 years old, we'd be here till midnight. Right. So. Um, my parents were Jewish. My mother was Greek Jew. My father was from Israel. Oh, wow. Uh, so a lot of Jewish blood in you then. Yeah, they they got together. Apparently, she got pregnant before they were married. They moved to the United States. I was put up for adoption, and I was adopted by a Mormon family. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah, you figure that one out. I think those are opposing cultures, but I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, they they are in one way or another. That's fascinating. So, like, how old were you when you were adopted? Um, still a baby. Okay, little, so, pretty little. Yeah, I mean, I I grew up in the Mormon Church. I became a Mormon priest. I mm. led, did the the whole night, you know, everything. Yeah, all the way up until I was yeah. eight, eighteen years of age. So, some of your videos on the, the Mormon stuff, I, I I watch them and I've seen a lot of the. Uh, the things you say mm. and yeah you know when when a, a male a, a whatever a, you know a male mormon reaches the age of 19 he's supposed to go on a mission blah 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 mm. and he has to mm. do all this stuff he has to be a virgin he has to be yada 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 you know the whole sure. nine yards okay they're, they're the biggest hypocritical bunch of idiots i've ever seen in my life i'm sorry i'm an old man and i'm gonna say some things that might have oh no, no 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 offenses taken look, not given go on yeah, I, I I got laid more in the Mormon church between the ages of 15 and 18 than I've been laid in my life. Really? That's interesting. Did they know? Like, did, did you go on a mission or? Oh, no. Okay, I wasn't <laughs> oh, sure. Oh, no. But no, I mean, it's like all of the teenagers were, you know, bumping uglies in the back room every chance they got. I mean, wow. it's just a fact. We, we, everybody did it. It was, it was commonly known and, you know, all of us, you know, 15, 16, 17, we all know who was sleeping with each other and where and when and what. And then all those guys that were doing everything I was doing, you know, they get up, they put on their jacket, they put on their tie and their white shirt and they go out to their mission. Right. What? Right. Well, I, th I thought maybe y'all couldn't do that if you're like doing everything you were doing everywhere you did it. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it was. That it was is really fascinating. That's really interesting because with Jehovah's Witnesses, it was a little bit different because they they were real serious about it. Like if any if there was any word of anybody sleeping with anybody else, they'd all beat his fellowship, the entire congregation. Um, but yeah, that's so fascinating that the cultures are so different. But I did hear word of like a Jehovah's Witness congregation that was doing wife swapping, apparently. I mean, I don't know how true it is. It's just a rumor. But I've heard a lot of rumors about it. Like they'd trade wives for a month and stuff. I don't know. That seems pretty crazy to me, you know. You notice, you notice I'm keeping my mouth shut about that. But okay. <laughs> I did notice that. That's interesting. So and then, and then being OCD, I'm, I'm, I, I admit that you know now that I'm my age, I can admit that I'm real yeah. OCD. So when I found out who my biological parents were and where I was actually from and mm. why I looked a little different than the rest of my family, mm. um, I got in touch with both my biological mother and my biological father. I mm. uh, spoke with both of them, got to know them a little bit, and found out you know the whole they're they're Jewish they're essentially Hebrew. I mean, 
whole nine yards. Yeah. I got into the Hebrew language and being, like I said, OCD, I went whole hog. Right. And I learned Sephardic Hebrew inside out and backwards. Mm. Um, can read it, can read the ancient texts, can read the ancient scriptures, can read everything. Fascinating. And so many people, they get, they get mad when you can do that. When you look at them and they start quoting scripture to you and you're like, yeah, it's not really yeah, what it says. They do. I know. And then they're like, what, what do you mean? No, no, that's what I've been taught all my life. Mm, no, that's that's not what the words right. mean. You have to understand the context of how they were writing those words and what they mean at the time, not what they mean today. Right. What they yeah. meant at the time they were writing them. So I consider myself more of a, uh, a literalist. I, I, I believe what's written to a point and what's actually written, not what people have translated it to be. Fascinating. So okay. would you call yourself a believer then? No, you said earlier no, right? I believe that there is a high probability that something dicked around with the universe to where intelligent life could be made. Okay. As okay. to what that something is, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't pretend to know what it is. And anyone who does, I think, is a blithering idiot. Right. Okay. I'm with you. That's really interesting. Um, but, but I do believe that there's something there somewhere. That, you know, somebody went, yeah, let's mess around with this. And maybe we're a, a, some alien kid science project could put be. up on a shelf and he forgot about. I don't know. That could be. That is quite true. Generally, um, I don't, yeah, I don't make any claims about it either myself. I mean, it's possible. Um, I don't know if you've ever read The God Delusion by Richard Dawkins, but he talks about his scale. Uh, one, uh, I think it's one to seven. One being you completely believe it to the heart. There's nothing that would ever change your mind. And seven being you don't believe it at all, and there's nothing that could ever change your mind. And I think he put himself at a 6.9. I would put myself at about a six because it's possible that it's real. Um, I haven't seen any evidence for it yet, but if that evidence is forthcoming, I'll believe it without question, you know. Well, well I mean, there know, will I mean, be questions, but well, yeah, <laughs> I'll believe it like, for well, sure. Yeah, it's like, wait a minute, you know, this super loving, wonderful God up there that did this and created man and wants him to do all this wonderful, great, beautiful shit, and then it then allows all this horrible stuff to happen and tells you, if you don't believe in me, by the way, you're going to burn in hell forever and ever. What? For what sure. kind of love is that? Sorry, I don't get it. I mean, I, sure. I'm, I don't get it. Yeah, so, I'm totally with you. That's really interesting. You know, I appreciate you coming on. And actually, if you want to come on next week, too, I could uh, I could put you on the list again. Do you want to come on next week and chit-chat more about this? I would love to. Um, at the moment, yes, put me on the list. Okay. But if I'm not here, it's really not my fault because, you know, I mean, I have a few medical issues and stuff that I got to take care of. And if I don't, they get pissed at me. You know how they get. Sure, I can yeah, understand. Well, I hope I get to see you next week, so uh, I'll watch for you. I'll try to be here. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, sounds good. Well, I appreciate you coming on and talking to me. Uh, this is the end of the podcast. Like I said, it, it's only 30 minutes this time. So uh, thank you all for coming. I will talk to you uh, next week.